So you're a dentist, eh? You're in the right place. This is the Canadian Dentist Podcast with Dr. Carlo Biasucci, where you'll get a truly Canadian approach to building a low-stress, highly profitable practice and live life on your terms. Learn more at TheElitePractice.com. Hey, welcome back to another edition of The Weekend Wisdom. I'm Dr. Carla Biasucci. This weekend, we're going to be talking about why I love kids in my practice. Interesting topic, right? Uh, not everyone loves kids. So most dentists, as you know, want patients who are 50 plus, lots of decay, lots of need, and ability to pay. Wouldn't that be great if that's all you could get? If they just you know, broke down your door, all these patients with high need and lots of cash on the side, that'd be fantastic, right? However, if you look at the demographic of most North American cities, this is not the reality, okay? So what you're looking for is not consumer-driven. You're looking for a small segment of the population. Now, you can find this segment of the population everywhere. In every town it exists, but it's small. It's smaller as you get into smaller towns. Is it enough for you to build a thriving practice on? That's the question. Okay, so do I love treating kids? No. Did I when I started taking on a lot of kids? No, I still don't. I actually treat all of them, almost all of them under sedation right now. But there's a reason why I did this. So why bother? Well, kids are the gateway to the rest of the family. Bottom line, okay, including the ones who need treatment and can pay right? The parents, the grandparents, the aunts and uncles, and so on. It's a consumer-driven model. That's it, right? That's the bottom line. So if I want to get mom and dad, grandma and grandpa in the practice, if that's who I'm really after, how do I get them? I get them by getting the grandkids, the kids in the office, okay? So I had this practice, which was mostly adults who could pay. It was great, It was also a quarter of the size of the practice I built three years following when I opened the door for kids. And I became, not just we take kids, we became the place for kids to go for dentistry. That changed everything, okay? We became the place for kids to go. And I've shared this with you many times. We have a formula for this, a system for it, but the program that we used we saw 3,000 kids come through our door in seven years or so. Okay, well, 3,000 kids come with almost 6,000 parents. And how many thousands? Aunts, uncles, friends, right? That's how we got 14,000 people through the door in 10 years that the practice was open. 14,000 new patients, okay? Should you take kids? I don't know. Should you, you know, do you want a successful thriving practice? It's hard to say. I don't know what you're after, right? If you want a small practice that has adults who can pay, that's great. But you're going you're gonna to max out because that segment of the population is only as big as it is in most towns. And the, the catch is families like to go where families go, right? Where the rest of the family is. If 
80% of my family goes to Dr. Smith, grandma and grandpa are looking for a dentist, they're probably going to go to Dr. Smith. Even though your practice is the 50 plus whatever you want it to be. See, that's not accurate thinking. That is not consumer-driven model. That is, if I build it, they will come thinking. Okay, good luck with that. You can do it, but you're capped. You're limited to what your maximum growth could be, right? You're never going to get beyond a point. And then you're also competing with people who are doing what I did, which was become the place for everybody. You know what? If you don't like treating kids, as I didn't, associates can do that. There's sedation for that. There's lots of ways to do it, but a thriving child population in the practice, and by the way, I got to be good at it, okay? And it got to where it was not a problem. When I started, it, it, kids were just like, you know, little aliens to me. Then I had kids, which changed it completely. Because when you have kids, you know when you're being played or not. And so you could get much further with kids. And you just generally get better at treating kids. Those of you who have kids and treat kids in your practice know exactly what I'm talking about. Usually the ones who do not want kids in the practice are like I was. No kids earlier in my career. I don't want that. Too, too much energy, right? Well, unfortunately, what you're doing is you're giving up growth, okay? If you want to grow quickly, open the door. Open the funnel as wide as you can. Get everybody because that is how you get a successful, thriving practice. And you don't have to treat the kids just because they come to your practice. Now, what about their profitability? Okay, this is the thing that most people don't do the math on accurately. Restorative-wise, if I'm treating a kid and I'm doing a quadrant or two quadrants. First of all, I can do it in less time. And you think it takes you longer, but it doesn't, okay? For kids, it's generally easier to freeze. They freeze faster. The dentistry doesn't have to be as perfect because things are moving all the time, right? The teeth are gonna fall out in a few years. So you, you, you gotta do a great job. This doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to last 30 years. It has to last like four years, okay? The second thing is, so while you can do the restorative in less time, uh, dollar for hour, I think kids are equally, if not more profitable than restorative on an adult, okay? If you're, if you're actually doing it right. And the other thing is hygiene, okay? If you look at the fees, um, a recall exam, you know, whatever services you do, the difference in fees from a kid to an adult is really small. It's like 15% or so. But you can almost see two kids in the same time as you see an adult. So dollar per hour, kids are more profitable even in hygiene. Okay? So if you really think about it, there's this huge segment of the population that you may be ignoring or not welcoming that could really grow your practice significantly. It could be the gateway to the kind of patients you really want to get. So I used to think of my practice as this big, you know, this big pyramid, right? And the big base at the bottom was kids and families, general bread and butter kind of care. Then there was more specialized care, the things that the specialties did and such. We had orthodontists and, and basically every specialty represented actually. Then there were the bigger cases, and I just cherry-picked up at the top, right? So I didn't love treating kids. I saw some kids. I didn't see most of the kids. Most of the kids went to the associates. And I just chose associates who were good with kids. And that was part of the deal when they came in. 
So they were good with kids. They saw most of that base at the bottom and I just moved my service mix up towards the top. Pretty easy to do. And with that is how we tripled the practice in three years and I cut my work week in half while doing it. So I didn't just open the door and get thousands of kids and then all I did was see kids all day. I structured it in such a way that I still was able to do mostly what I wanted to do. I still saw more kids than I did before, but it wasn't you know, a huge issue. It was like maybe I saw one kid a day for restorative care. But the vast majority were seen by associates, by specialty, under sedation, etc. So don't discount kids just because they're a little squirmy in the chair, okay? There's so much more you can do. First of all, get good at it, practice. Uh, having kids of your own changes the game completely, okay, in terms of your confidence. And then look at specialties, right? Why would I not have kids come into the practice and then lose mom and dad, which will eventually lose even the patients you have that you like because they're a little older, they have money and so on. A lot of them will go where the whole family goes, especially if they're having an, an amazing experience and the little ones rave about going to the dentist. That's what you have to build. That strong community drive that everyone wants to come to your office, you can't shake that. I'll tell you right now, it is a a foundation that will carry your practice, you know, well into the future. That that will be your retirement, right? Once you build that, it's really impossible to shake. So anyway, if you don't see kids, think about it. Think about it seriously. If you do, open the door wider. Be the place for kids in your community and watch what happens. All right? I'll see you guys in the next video. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Canadian Dentist Podcast. If you want to know how Dr. Biasucci tripled his practice in three years and cut his work week in half, request your free information kit at theelitepractice.com.